Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Imperfect Podcast. I'm Kathy. And I'm Kennedy. Join us on this week's episode as we discuss intriguing topics and people of interest that will inspire us to explore all of the unique pieces of ourselves. We are all imperfectly perfect. We're We're glad glad you're you're here. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Imperfect Podcast. We're really glad that you've tuned in again, or maybe this is your first time, so welcome. Yeah, hi. Uh, The response has been quite overwhelming, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, Getting a lot of feedback, positive feedback. Yeah, yeah. So uh, today's purpose is purpose. (laughs) So we, uh, we just looked up on Google, the Oxford dictionary definition of purpose, which we actually found to be quite interesting. So it is the reason for which something is done, or created, or for which something exists. So by definition, the mere fact that each one of us exists, means that we each actually have a purpose. Yeah, which is kind of interesting. When we read that definition, we were like, it's just interesting how it's worded for which something is done. So something that you do has purpose, something you create has purpose, or just the fact that something exists means it has purpose. So we found that really interesting straight from the Oxford Dictionary. But uh, yeah, so what is purpose? Well, many people believe that purpose means their job or career. You know, when we go to high school, it's just kind of like, not necessarily what do you like to do, but, you know, what courses do you have to take in case you decide to continue on to university? Because at that point, nobody really has any idea that I don't even remember any talk in high school about passions or anything like that. I'm not sure about you. Yeah, no, it's same through and through. It's more about, so what are you going to do for the rest of your life? Less of... So what interests you? Where are your passions? What hobbies do you have? The end goal is once you get out of here, you got to go into another educational establishment. So, and I mean, not that that's a bad thing. Uh, It's just interesting that that's the way it's been and that's the way it seems it will always be. I know for when I went to school, there was kind of a, a feeling of, you know, if you don't go to university or trade school, you know, you're not really going to amount to much Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I think that's maybe changing a little bit now but it is I find there's a lot more attention on there's alternative ways to finding things that you're interested in things that you want to educate and that maybe you may not be a university or a college Um, a lot of people actually find their purpose or their passions through community service or just volunteering or things that they do on the weekend so this idea of your purpose and what you're supposed to be doing or not doing is all based on what school you go to or anyway it's just it's yeah. interesting that in high school that's the ultimate end game is it, so what, it was, what are you doing it, yeah it was for me for sure mm-hmm. um there didn't seem to be much influence on people's you know genuine skills or interests or talents that sort of thing but If you look around, it's kind of interesting to see that often people's um, 
educational pursuits don't always play through in their actual real life and what they end up doing or what they end up doing that they really enjoy anyway. Right. And I mean, it's not all lost time either. I'm a true believer that there's no loss in education, but you do have to be put on certain paths for a reason, whatever those reasons may be. But how yeah. interesting it is that you and I, our first jump into post-secondary education was not where we ended up. <laughs> I, I think we're not alone there. Mm -hmm. but, I mean, just look at simple examples, like even Einstein, like he dropped out of school when he was like 15, 16 years old. Mm, Thomas yeah. Edison, he's another yeah. one. He was kicked out at a young age. It, yeah. It's just school's not always a reflection of what people are capable of or their intelligence. I mean, we always pair school with intelligence, but that's not necessarily always the case, like at Einstein or Edison, right? So, right. right. Yeah. Often our, um, what direction we decide to go in life too, I find is sometimes influenced by friends, family, you know, things like that. Yeah. Oftentimes with family too, um, you think of families like farmers, what typically happens is the kids grow up learning how to farm. They learn the family business and they continue on as farmers. And whether that's their passion or not, or their purpose, I mean, some people adore cows. I am not one of those people, but that's just interesting how it, it just flows through the family. A lot of the time I've actually experienced that myself. So uh, my family owns a restaurant and I grew up in the business. I learned the business. I became an assistant manager in the business. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's interesting that all the way through elementary, middle school, high school, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to own the business someday. And mm -hmm. as I got older and I started to work, I just, I realized, you know, I, at the time I thought I wanted to be a teacher. So it's, um, it's very common for people to just be influenced by family or situations or friends when trying to choose what path they're going to take or where they're going to end up. So we can, often, Yeah, there can be some really big expectations there as well. Mm -hmm. You know, in, in larger families where there's a family farm or what have you, it perhaps even in your case, I'm, I'm not sure how you actually felt about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. There was pressure there. And it, in a small town that uh, I'm living in, it's kind of, it was kind of just, oh, you know, it's just this misconception of the kids are always going to take over the business. And sometimes right. that doesn't happen. And so, yeah, there was pressure there. But, yeah. uh, you know, I just decided to go another route. And who knew that I'd end up on another route and another one, <laughs> another one. But that's besides the point. But there's lots of, um, common purposeful positions in life, um, positions that receive less attention, but have so much impact on generations to come. Like I immediately think of when there's purpose, um, I think of mothers because who has bigger influence on the next generation than a mom, right? And so a lot of moms find their purpose in being a mother and being there for their children and raising their children. And some fathers end up in that position as well. And some people, men or women, choose to never have kids. So that's not their purpose. But for the people that do choose to have kids, they often find their purpose in that. And maybe uh, 
mom you being a mom yeah. you want to like add to that <laughs> yeah it's true um looking back I really didn't have huge expectations for my life I knew I wanted to be a wife and a mom and I poured my whole heart into that uh it went on for a while unfortunately things don't always work out like you planned um ended up separated and divorced uh, because we ran a family business, that part of my livelihood, I mean, what ha I had done for years and worked towards, that was also gone at the same time. Uh, during around the same time as well, my older daughter, who's hosting here with me today, <laughs> um, she took the leap and moved out on her own. So there's one out of the nest. And just in the last little bit, uh, my younger one as well is not living at home with me anymore. So what a huge life change. Like, I just, I had to look at life and, you know, really restructure it. It, it was a huge pivot for me. It just, not... <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it sounds fun when you do it that way. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it was, it was a lot. It mm -hmm. really was. Mm -hmm. So uh, it did cause me to pivot, though, and had all of those things, although they were icky and yucky at the time. Uh, now, looking back, they just only served to springboard me into the next chapter of my life, which has turned out actually so far to be pretty awesome. Yeah. And again, it's another it's another phase in your life and you're finding your purpose, having to restructure what purpose means to you all in this new phase of your life because I mean being your eldest daughter and being an adult myself uh, I do know that those it was a lot at once for you it was quite literally a low point in your life but um, you've you've overcome it yeah it's when that was the only thing I really had on my blueprint to to want out of my life not that I didn't want to do other things I mean I went to school a little bit beforehand and had worked a career before we had started the business but yeah my job was being a wife and a mom and I took it seriously and I I was commended many times which you know that was great I knew I wasn't always doing it 100% correctly but I, I tried I really yeah did. So well, I think when... you, I think you did a good job. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, might be a little biased at this point, Maybe. but uh, uh, it was a huge, huge change for me, and uh, I had had to find something else. Um, actually, during that whole time, I realized uh, I, I was doing a lot of reading, and had read a quote by Kathy Heller that talks about um, depression. And the opposite of depression is actually purpose. The people, mm -hmm. you know, would say, oh, happiness or whatever. But uh, that rang true for me. It really, like, kind of made me think for a second, like, wait a second. That's exactly right in my circumstance at that time, of course. Uh, I had basically lost my job, my marriage, my, you know, my kids had grown up and, you know, were doing their own things, making their own decisions. And my purpose that I had worked towards was now gone. It, it, it just, and things were not sitting very right. So mm -hmm. yeah, I, I restructured things. I had already, thank goodness, started down the path of re-education. And, and it's true. It really has given me a new purpose. And yeah, it's pretty cool. 
Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Um, but on that note, how, I mean, it wasn't like, a, oh, I'm going to do this for you. It, it took you time to figure that out. So how do we go about finding what our purpose is, I guess, is the big question. Mm-hmm. 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 So, sorry, what were you going to say? I was just going to say that I feel that finding a purpose, it helps you to be your best self, really. Um, passions and purpose are two things that are very close together. But uh, often, as we had said earlier, we're not really encouraged to find it like, hey, what is it that you really like to do? So that was a bit of an exploration stage for me. Yeah, um, we actually found a quote by a man named Rick Warren. And he actually says a clear purpose not only defines what we do, it defines what we don't do. Right. Yeah. So finding your purpose helps you to be essentially your best self. And it also makes it easier for you to go for the opportunities that align with your purpose. And then you can gracefully decline the ones that don't. I think of the the Jim Carrey movie. Um I think it's called oh. Yes Yes Man or something. Yeah. And he just says, you know, would you like to be a dog walker seven days a week? Yes. Yes, in fact, <laughs> I would. And would you also like to run the PTA meeting? Yes. Yes, I would. And it goes through the whole movie and he just becomes so overwhelmed. So that's the other right. thing we have to determine without saying yes too much to overwhelm ourselves, but also to be able to decline in some situations because we have our own direction and we have to value that over everything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope we didn't give the wrong impression earlier when we had talked just briefly about jobs and finding what you want to do and going to school, your path, that sort of thing. Many people work a regular boring job, but uh, because of financial need or what have you, they choose to stay in those positions, but they find their passion and purpose in other things like volunteering their time or Mm -hmm. um, just, you know, taking night classes, just filling up because often in this world, they find everything that we do, uh, it's hard on us. You know, you get up in the morning, the alarm clock rings and you're off running. You're looking after kids and you're getting ready for work or you're doing whatever you're doing. And you work the whole day, you come home, you make supper, you, you look after kids or what have you, the dogs, mm-hmm. or whatever you have in your life. And kind of after supper, it's just no man's land. You kind of clean up a little bit and prepare and jump back in bed and wash, rinse, repeat. You know, it's it's just over and over, kind of like ground, that movie Groundhog Day. It just, the things keep happening over and over and you feel almost like you don't have any control on on your life but uh, if you take time even if your time is minimal take what time you have the 15 minutes the you know the hour that you spent on Facebook that you said you didn't have any time that that time and do something with it that that feeds you because if if you're not feeding yourself if you're not pouring back into yourself it it just depletes you and depletes you and after a while you just you know (laughs) Right. Well, and we, we, as we were discussing what we were going to talk about in this episode, we actually kind of uncovered that there's a clear difference between passion and purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you were saying, one of which is pouring into yourself is your passion and pouring out onto others is what we should consider our purpose. Um, so to think about 
a bucket. I like mom and I always use that. Make sure you're pouring into your bucket or your bucket's not too full. Or we always use that comparison between the two of us. And uh, it, it's very, it runs true because pouring into yourself, if you're not putting anything in your own bucket and you're just giving and giving, giving, eventually you're going to have nothing left. There's nothing in your bucket to give anymore. So then that's where you get into, you're just totally, like you said, you made the face. That's, that's where you end up eventually. But um, passions can, passions and purpose, there's a clear, clear line between the two. We've realized there's many comparisons between the two. The passion should be your what and your purpose is your why your passion is you and your purpose is for others you know things like Mm -hmm. that and I think about my mom is if you ever had my mom's cooking it's awesome Uh, she uh she cooks from taste so to ever ask her for a recipe I'm sure there's been many people in her life and what's the recipe for this um I don't know. Yeah. I didn't write it down. But yeah. yeah, mom is one of the ways mom shows her love for people is to cook for them. And I've witnessed her do it several times where in a situation, I think a good example would be when someone loses a family member. Mom has always been, I, I always know that mom will be the one to provide what is a need in that situation for the person because the bottom line is with purpose you're not trying to solve a problem for someone you're trying to fill a need people in those situations they're they're in that situation you can't solve that problem for them but if you provide a need that they need such Mm. as food people have to eat and so mom is always one to step in in those situations she serves her purpose of providing that need instead of trying to resolve the problem maybe you want to say more on that but that's how I see it yeah no I think I think you covered that well uh you can't change the fact that you know in that circumstance that a family member died but you know you can look for holes to fill you know what's not going to get done do they need somebody to watch the kids do they need somebody to um yeah food's an easy one it Mm -hmm. it really is well for you it is because that's where right. you, you've combined your passion and purpose in that situation. But mm-hmm. for me, cooking meals like you do, I mean, I come and help you in situations like that, but that's not easy for me because that's not where my passion lies. And that's not something that I can add into my purpose. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. right. I think the difference is to, you know, people that have been on the other end of the stick where, you know, a death happens or a circumstance happens, um, like it, it did when I was pregnant the second time around. Um, that's a whole other story. But uh, very few people came at that time. That mm-hmm. is a time in my life when I needed people more than ever. And, you know, some people say, well, I didn't know what to say, or I didn't know what to do, or I didn't, you know, I can remember being in the local grocery store and going in to pick up a couple things. And that was, you know, that was a a chore in itself at that point in my life uh and it's almost as if it was cartoonish like some people that knew me and just kind of like you know around the corner behind the oranges or whatever rather that it was their own uncomfortability with the situation but Mm -hmm. you know being the one who's grieving whatever the circumstances I can tell you 
the worst thing you can do is to do nothing or say nothing or just, you know, sometimes the right words won't come, but just I'm sorry, or how can I help? Not if you ever need anything, because let's be honest, um, not everybody means those things. And if you really, truly want to help, just say, how can I help? And, you know, often people are not used to receiving. Right. So, um, yeah, sometimes you have to step out and just everybody eats. That's, yeah. that's an easy one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's just one easy example. And there's many out there that it's just, I can't remember. I thought of one the other day that, that you you're filling a need. Okay. So let's talk about phones. We don't have to go deep into it, but phones, we weren't solving a problem. Whoever invented phones, they weren't solving a problem. We already had, you know, the, the phones with the wire and <laughs> hang off the can phone <laughs> yeah it can't walk too far or the phone will fall off the wall so they weren't solving a problem they were filling a need people wanted to connect more people wanted yeah. to have more interaction or and it's evolved and developed over time but there's many examples like that that your passion and your purpose there there's a difference there's a difference between the two and I didn't I'm going to be honest, I didn't kind of really put two and two together until we started talking about this episode together, but it mm -hmm. entirely makes sense. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah. Um, also, like, are we going to talk about how people actually do that? Like, a lot of people say in conversations that I've had, oh, I don't do anything good. Mm -hmm. or, you know, I don't know, I can't, you know, and we're so used to not looking at the good things in our own life, like, because we live with ourselves every day, it's not, doesn't seem phenomenal to us, like, I know you have always said you've been baffled by how I can taste something and say, no, that needs more of this or more of that, and to me, it's just, it's me, right? So, it's second nature to you, it's in you, it's just, it's in there. Right, yeah. right, so I guess that's one thing that we really need to, uh, to address as well is these things are actually in us you know when, when we're when we come into the world we each have a box of special gifts and talents that we're meant to share with other people mm -hmm. and um I think where we kind of drop the ball along the way is we're, we're not taught to listen to those things in ourselves we're not taught perhaps to explore a lot of those things but if we become more authentic you know, not the person that everybody necessarily wants to see on Instagram or what have you. Um, and just be true to ourselves. Like, I mean, if you're quirky, if you're weird or whatever, I get it. Like, you know, <laughs> I ran the gamut too. Like you want people to like you, you don't want them to think you're a freak or whatever. But ironically, it's actually those freaky things that sometimes other people resonate with, you know, and, and that's kind of how you find your tribe. So one of the best pieces of advice I was ever given in my life, although at the time it was given to me, it didn't make any sense at all, um, <clears throat> was be yourself. Because mm. if you're your authentic self, you're going to be, you know, putting that out there. And then you, you can kind of find your, your group of people. No wonder you can't find your group of people or what you want to do. Because for a lot of people, for a lot of their lives, they haven't fully been being themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's just a matter of, yeah, like you said, it's it's in you. You just have to uncover it. I like the comparison of you don't, there's lots of them like this, but you don't have to teach a sunflower seed to grow into a sunflower. 
So it's just, it, it's in, <clears throat> it's in it, you know, like they know that it's, I'm going to be a sunflower someday and nobody has to tell them any different. They don't have to be taught that it's just in them. They have to uncover that. I'm talking right. about a flower, but you know, it, it's a good comparison that you, you just haven't found it quite yet, you yeah. know, and it's okay. And you will, and you know, but there's, you, you're never too old. You're, or too young. You just, you're alive and it's yeah. it's your time always and maybe you find it today or tomorrow or next week or a couple months or a couple years but it's in you you just got to find it yeah yeah and you've been given those particular gifts for a reason you know you're supposed to be be using them so mm -hmm. that's i guess where we're trying to trying to get to going with this help yeah. you find your purpose um, so how do you find your purpose mom well, um, you can ask other people in your life what you're good at. Like we were just talking about, you know, Kennedy has said to me numerous times, how do you do that? How do you know what, what taste needs to go in there? And yeah, I don't know, just do, I guess that's one of my unmarketable skills. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it, it's important to also note that a lot of times we don't see what we're good at, but the people mm -hmm. around us, obviously, what it's the same as you don't know what you look like from the back other than seeing a picture. You, you just, people always see Thank your goodness. whole... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying your whole 360, here's right. you, you don't see yourself walking down the street. So you don't see you every day. So someone who sees you presented in front of them might see something that you're really good at and they say it to you. And it might come as a shock at first, but what better person to ask than the people who are around you? And then it might spark something in you of, oh yeah, they're totally right. I am really good at whatever. Right. Maybe, I haven't, I haven't done that in years. Maybe I should pull it out again and then you try it and it sparks something in you and maybe it doesn't but the point is is that's a yeah. good place to start yeah yeah so yeah. you know <clears throat> excuse me what what do you like to do also um that kind of plays a part also just to back up the bus a little bit on what kennedy was saying previous uh sometimes we are aware of what we are good at mm -hmm. it's not always a case of I didn't realize often it is a case of I didn't realize but now if I look back on my life um, I always knew certain aspects of myself but uh, I didn't want to perhaps look in those directions I know I'm extremely sensitive um, and I'm the one that walks down the road and picks the worms up off the sidewalk and puts them back in the grass. I have a huge attachment to animals that I couldn't understand. And, you know, most people were like, uh, you know, you're just too sensitive and whatever. A, a lot of my life now, I recognize that I was too this or too that or too, you know, and, and I wore that coat and I shouldn't have put that coat on. Uh, mm -hmm. you know it, it's just it was who I was but instead of embracing it I uh, did the exact opposite and and kind of pushed those things down so you know it's no wonder that here I am now at this age and you know my body's yes yes this is what we've been waiting for so, yeah and but yeah. that's the point like you said in some situations you do know mm -hmm. but you go oh this isn't the right time or 
my friends won't like me if or I don't know where to start um this isn't where I'm at this would totally change up my life I can't even fathom doing that or Mm -hmm. so yeah just into our previous episode just get started even if it's just little things even if it just adds a little you know a a sprig of something to your life it's better Mm -hmm. than nothing it's better than not starting it's better than always wondering well what if it's all of these things right so uh, sorry I was gonna say and uh, don't be alarmed not everything always works out so you can actually learn quite a bit um, from your failures if you know once you get over it failing and (laughs) and looking beyond that to see you know what what can I take away from this often those are gifts that uh, lead you actually in the right direction where you're supposed to be going right and so maybe another option is to also make lists of things that you're interested in and Mm -hmm. they may not necessarily be your purpose, but may mm-hmm. help you rediscover your passions or hobbies. Um, we were also talking about the fact that it's best to maybe do this without distractions, without the kids mm-hmm. running around and screaming, without your phone out, without things like yeah. that, because you really, to sit there and go, what do I like to do? I can maybe list two, three things, and then I do the typical answers. Oh, I like to hang out with family. <laughs> I like to hang right. out with my friends. That's not so, a real, that's not right. a, well, I mean, it, it's a half an answer, right? You right. Know? I like to travel, um, but is that because of vacation or is it because I really enjoy other people's cultures or learning language? You know, there can be little cues in there too. Right. So it's just allow yourself to try new things and yeah, things you have interest in. And like mom had said earlier, don't be afraid to be quirky. I mean, okay. <laughs> I know there's people that I know are looking at me and going, of course, <laughs> Right. Kennedy, Kennedy <laughs> right. Kennedy's doing a podcast and you know what? That's okay. And they don't have to listen, but I'm here because it's something I want to do. I'm enjoying doing it with my mother and that's yeah. all that should really matter. And like we said in the first couple episodes, we just kind of went with it. Is it going to work? Isn't it going to work? Kind of feel like it's going to work. Okay, let's give it a go. And so here we are. And as I started the episode by saying, there's people hungry, you know, to be real and to stop the the games that we mm-hmm. play and just let's get on with it and enjoy our time. Yeah. Yeah. One, uh, one other thing we found that we really, really, really enjoyed how it was worded was um, in the same way that we all have fingerprints, we all have a specific imprint to make on the world. Yeah. And mom and I had talked about this as well, that you and mom had mentioned it previously in other episodes, I believe, that you not doing it for yourself is one thing, but you're also, it's a disservice to everyone else around you. You have something in you that you can provide for others. Mm -hmm. You can fill a need. And some people find their passion and purpose intertwine. And, you know, you just, there's got to be something in you and maybe you're sitting here thinking right now well I have the meaning to whatever so do it just do it you you are meant to do whatever that little thing is pulling at your heartstrings just do it yeah we're all different puzzle pieces and unless you're I mean if you're not if you're not participating 
your your piece is missing from the picture yeah the whole picture yeah yeah so uh thank you for tuning in to another episode of the imperfect podcast again thank you so much for listening and returning every week to listen we truly appreciate it and uh we'll see you next monday bye if you or someone you know has a unique story to tell we'd love to hear from you Email us at theimperfectpodcast at outlook.com. For more information and how to connect with us on social media, you can visit us at our website, theimperfectpodcast.ca. And from whichever platform you are listening to this episode, be sure to like, share, and leave us a review. We would really appreciate your feedback. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We look forward to hearing your feedback and seeing you all find that extra joy and embrace your own imperfect. See you next week.